Damn it, the conspiracy theorist is getting to me, too. It's all the White House. I mean, she is peddling, you know, booze. Mm-hmm. Left and right. Yeah, it's a good thing we didn't do, you know, the 30s, because there would be a prohibition. Or was that the 20s? 20s. 20s. Yeah, good that, thing we didn't do the 20s. I mean, that's what speakeasies are made for. Exactly. So, um, Gary is still dead. <laughs> still me, Mike. Welcome to the Average Adventuring Party Podcast. We should be returning to our normal broadcasting schedule after these short adventures. Knock on wood. Knock on wood, indeed. Speaking of knocking on wood, what happened last time? We didn't die. (laughs) Knock on wood. Somebody did, but we didn't. Someone might have died. Might. Might. We're going to go with he's dead. Okay. That's enough about Gary. What happened with the game? (laughs) But see, we had nothing to do with Gary's death. Of course We We might have had something to do with this other death. We heard that uh, that the mayor and... Betty Cleaver's husband, who sounds like a real piece of work, <laughs> had gone out east in the direction of uh, Farmer Tate's uh, farmstead. With Bob. We gotta save Bob. Yeah. And All about Bob. Fuck the rest so of these guys. Tried, yeah, so we tried to... Hey, 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 my husband is in fuck there. Fuck your husband. <laughs> I mean, I do, occasionally, he, yes. He doesn't sound like a nice guy. Yeah, you could do better. And uh, we... So we went out to... Uh, investigate and as soon as he saw Beverly or Betty, not Betty, Beverly. As soon as um, Farmer Tate saw Betty. Yeah, he got all nervous and and uh, rushed into the house and locked himself up. And then we tried to find the mayor and the sheriff, but it was dark, so we couldn't. So <laughs> we did a little bit of uh, breaking and entering, except we didn't really have to break anything. He left the door unlocked mm-hmm. and. Uh, Found Farmer Tate uh, in a room that was very colorful until I opened the door, and just completely still, not breathing, no heartbeat or anything. Yep, that is that is where you are at. He also yelled for us to get our asses in there. So do y'all head in there? Or y'all running inside? Yes, I'm checking my gun as we go. I'm I'm not running. Okay. I'm, you know, making sure my dress is okay and you are my purse on my my shoulder and You're walking briskly. Walking. Okay. I'll run. Well as y'all make your way inside, you'll see um Mr. Bronson <laughs> over there standing over a dead body. Question mark. Um it is a monochrome body. Um He's not breathing. Can I do a med check on dead body question mark? Absolutely. While she's doing that, I'm going to check gonna out the other difficult, room. It's going to be difficult, so 12 or better. I'm going to check out the other room while she's doing that. 13. All right. Excellent. So as you check out the body, um, you find that it's not alive, um, but there is no signs of decay. There is... Last oh. y'all saw him was probably about seven hours. Yeah, there wouldn't be that much decay. Ago. He cold? But there would be some lightening of the skin. There would be a little bit of blood draining from it. He cold? 
he is it is 100% cult um, it is still the, the odd thing about it is it's still color not colorful but in comparison to what his monochrome looked like before mm-hmm. it is still the same shade of gray as previously so he's noted. he's still pliable but and, and blood hasn't pulled correct hey that's weird so while you're checking out the other room um the initial room right beside it was uh the kitchen with the stove uh, you find a, a dining room. Um, it's set up with uh, two places. The the food is still sitting there. It is a congealed lump. Like it is, they they had some soup, but it has got a film over the top of it, and there's still two places set. Didn't even eat dinner. Do I know if the farmer's married? Yes, you do. Um, he does have a wife. Any kids? No, no kids. Okay. So, uh... Did... Well, actually, correction. He has two kids. Um, that was stated at the beginning of the first episode. But two there kids. are no places for the kids set at the table. And there is no bed for the kids in the house. So, so where is Mrs. Tate? Ain't no sign of her at all, right? None. Was there any sort of like a, a second house on the property? There were, um, uh, you see as some outbuildings, they don't look like you've got another house, but clearly a chicken coop, a storage shed, another shed, you know, those kind of things. Uh, it's all kind of haphazard. It's a, it's a poor farm. They've got to have shelter for their, for their farm, but. Have any of the conspiracies that I've heard or talked about on my show uh, lined up with this one in more than just my typical everything's connected sort of way? No, not at all. Like, this is 100% new for you. No sign of the wife, no sign of the kids, not even a bedroom for the kids. So where are they? I'm going to look around for, like, some sort of, like, door to the basement or something like that. Um, go ahead, anyone who wants, make me a perception check. As I say, I'm going to start looking through the kitchen cabinets. Okay. See what kind of food and stuff they have. Okay. 14. Okay, we're looking for 9. I got 10. Okay. Um, you're still uh, tied up with Tate's body, obviously. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm weighing him out. poking it, and you're like, why is, why is this working? Um... First off, in the cabinets, you find very little. Um, there, there's food, but this is clearly not a well-to-do family. They don't have any oval team. <laughs> the, the, they've got a lot of beans, a lot of rice, a lot of potatoes, and it's pretty clear that they have very fresh meat when, uh, because they will kill what they eat. Um, but it's all very worn down. Um, so well-worn pots and pans, well-worn silverware, um, most of it's wooden, um, for the cutlery and, or not the cutlery, but like the, uh, utensils and everything. So, 
Um, you don't find, uh, for Bronson, you don't find a basement. Um, what you assumed was just a couple of chicken coops. Um, there is, one is absolutely a chicken coop with no chickens in it. Um, but the other seems to be where the children lived. Um, they were made to stay outside, and in fact, there's a lock on the outside of the door, as in they were taken out there at night and generally locked in. Um, Not a good look, Farmer Tate. <laughs> um, the, the lock on the door um, is undone right now. But it's still in the, in the. It's thing. still closed. Like yeah. it's still hooked in there, so that someone couldn't just open the door. No, no, it it, it can be opened. Oh, okay, so it's it's just kind of pushed closed right now. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and open it up. Okay, um, inside, uh, you actually see two little boys. Um, uh, they're just absolutely, um, seem to be terrified. Um, they're cowering under. The their mattresses, um, and by that I mean exactly what it sounds. They have a mattress on the ground and they're hiding underneath the mattresses. Um, these boys are in full color. Boys, it's it's okay. It's okay. I'm not not gonna hurt you. Oh, <coughs> we we were so afraid after the after the after the mayor came by. We. I'm recording. I'm recording for all this. After the mayor came by, we uh, we weren't sure we'd see another friendly face for days. Do you know what happened where your parents are? They, I know where dad ran off into the woods, but I, I don't know where mom is, um, says the younger of the boys. The older one has not said a word. When the mayor came by, did he have anyone with him? Uh, there was there was the sheriff, and and a man in a suit. Uh, I, I don't. Were they in black and white? What? Yes. Yeah, not not in color like like. No, no, I, I yeah. yes. So, yeah. Um, when you saw your parents run. Last time you saw your parents, were they in color or were they in black and white? Dad, Dad was, Dad was in full color. He was, he was so happy to see us, Mom. It's just, I've never seen her so mad. It's just hate. That wasn't your, your mother was not in her right mind. We will find out what's going on. You two, you've got each other. You're strong. You're like, uh, as you're as you're speaking, um, you hear the door bang open, um, and in it you see Mr. Tate, and he's like, "Boys," and Mr. Tate's full color. So, um, Mr. So, who was it that we saw in the? Who 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 am I poking at? <laughs> Good question, but Mr. Tate's like. Oh, Mr. Bronson. Oh, so glad to see you. Mr. Tate, you you were right. I saw you in the in your house. You weren't moving. I've 
I've been on the run. I, I literally just circled back so that I could get to my boys. Oh, thank God they're okay. Thank God you're okay. <sighs> Mr. Tate, do you, do you remember me coming by a second time today? No. No. The, the wife, she, she started running at me, screaming at me, saying just horrible things. Well, I had to hide the boys. And when I when I saw you earlier, uh, I had Mrs. Cleaver with me, the sheriff's wife, and she, you took one look at her and and had to excuse yourself. Have you seen Mrs. Cleaver today? No, I heard somebody pull up, but that's when, that's when my wife went crazy on me. That's when I had to run. All right. Well. Stay here with the boys. You're all, you all seem to be unaffected by what's happening, but uh, it's not safe out there. Uh, I'll take them inside. Uh, Come on, boys. Uh, I wouldn't advise that, Mr. Tate. There, we saw a body in your, uh, in your bedroom. Somebody was killed in my house? It was your body. But it was in black and white. I've, I've noticed everything has gotten weird. Clearly, you're, you are alive and well, Mr. Tate. So, so there's more to this. This is not just a matter of... My wife, whenever she came after me, that was when everything had turned She was black in black and, and white. white. Yes. And, and I've never seen such hate. I think that black and white shows people at their worst. And I think whatever whatever mean or hurtful things she may have said or done, uh, those aren't her. So only the only the best of us can can survive this. What? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take my boys. We we gotta we gotta go somewhere. Uh, uh, I got I got some family up the way. We're gonna. No, Mr. Tate, I'm going to play back some of my tape for you. I want you to to hear this, and I'm going to go and rewind my tape recorder okay. and play back my interview with him earlier yeah. and see how he reacts. That's not me. I, I, it sounds like me, but that's not me. I didn't I didn't say any of those things. I've it, never... It did seem how, strange How far back did, does your recorder go though like was it are you just talking about the afternoon or was it this was this afternoon okay this afternoon and it didn't you took a swing at me at one point but i understand that wasn't you i get the feeling that something was trying to to take your place maybe you know change its form to look like you I don't know. This is, this is crazy. Um, Let's get you outside and talk to uh, talk. Well, I suppose you haven't met them yet, but the agent. Are they are they in color? Last I saw, yes. Okay, I'll meet them. So Bronson will go ahead and and bring them out. And uh, they, they escort. Call. 
they, escort. They follow Bronson yeah. without. Hey, he's got both of his boys, you know, pressed up against him. Yeah, and I'll escort them to the house and say, uh, Agent Light, uh, we've got a little, uh, We got a what? Oh. 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 So, uh, who's... Tate looks down. And points down to the body. At at him, and he's like, Oh. Look away, boys. And and he shields their faces. What what is this? No idea, <laughs> to be honest. It it looks like a dead body. Looks like a dead you. Does this have anything to do with that that light that came through? How about I, I take how about I take the boys out in the kitchen? You know. I'll I'll give him. I have I have some candy in my purse, and let me let me get them away from that. And uh, whenever she does that, he just he starts bending over and looking at it, and kind of reaches out and grabs the face and just turns it. I mean, whatever is on the ground. It is perfect. It is even got a little scar on its chin where his beard covers it. He like feels it and feels the face and it's it's got everything and it's like it feels so real. So but it's moving. It's not it's not stiff like a dead body should be. We need to we need to take care of this. Uh, can can you help me bury this? Right. Let's let's pick him up. And so it probably takes a good thirty minutes to. Yeah, I'll go ahead and turn off my goggles, save the juice on them. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, and he he lights a kerosene lantern. <coughs> um, it takes about thirty minutes to an hour for you two to bury him. Now you you two ladies. Uh, what are y'all doing in the meantime? Is that there's another closed door in this house? Um, it went into the dining room. Okay. Um, with the food. And nothing's in there? No. Okay. So. I've been entertaining the kids. Okay. Entertaining or entertaining? Are you <laughs> using the hooch? <laughs> it is the no. 50s. That's how you put kids to sleep. Yeah. I mean, it worked in the bit, 90s on bit, me whenever I got sick. A little bit of whiskey. Yeah. Calm down, kid. Oh, here, here. Uh, no. Well, I pulled out my romance novel and and reading some of it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, you know, it's called The Real Thing. What? Oh, no. What does tumescent mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Story time, adventure time. Uh, how do you spell that? I'm afraid to ask. I mean, if they want to ask agent questions, she'll answer. What does tumescent mean? Well, you see, child. Um, no, no, no. No, not, no, no. I'm not answering that one. Oh, that have... means swollen. Yes. I learned a new word today. See... Uh, quick aside, quick aside. I have to say, every time I hear the word tumescent, 
It it's makes me fir- literally the first time I heard it was. It just makes me think back to what is it? Ten, Ten things, things I, I hate, hate about, about you, you and the and the principal. <laughs> the principal writing her porn. Yeah, writing at work. Her porn at work. Yes. Um, sorry. My, my apologies for everyone. Well, I'm writing porn right now. <laughs> Be honest, you're not sorry. No, not not even a little. Um, so by this time. The it's probably about three or four in the morning. Um, are y'all y'all are all exhausted? Um, do y'all want to head back to your respective places and sleep? Do y'all want to push through? I can go either way, but it's going to affect if you try and work without sleep. It's going to up how difficult things are going to be for you. Maybe crash here. Yeah, probably okay. Sleep. Like just right. crash on the couch, <laughs> the bed. Okay. Or yeah. whatever pallets we can. There's a rocking chair. There's pallets. There's like y'all. Y'all can figure it out. It. It's at, not. It's not the Hilton. But at this point, anything that's you know remotely soft and and horizontal will be great. Okay. Um. So we'll say it's about three. Y'all probably wake up four or five hours later. Um, so the sun is shining through the windows becomes just too bright. Too messant. <laughs> and this is why we don't teach Steve new words. <laughs> no. Um, it, it's really too bright because there's really not any screens or uh, any kind of blocking um, on the windows. Which is odd because uh, whenever you first got here there was some drapes on the windows. No drapes now. Um, as y'all wake up, uh, at various points, um, y'all don't just immediately all wake up together. Y'all start moving around. I'm assuming Miss Housewife is making breakfast for everybody with yep. what's available there. Um, yep. The kids and the farmer are okay. They they wake up. Everything's normal. Um, in fact, the, the house, whereas it was monochrome before, it is now fully in color. Every single room, you can see the rags that they use. It's white, but it's not monochrome white. It's There's browns. There's This is a bastion of color, essentially. And it's just a very domestic sight right now. The horrors of the night before haven't gone away, but they're covered in just the the normalness um, of the household. It's clear, though, that if Miss Cleaver wasn't here making breakfast and, and getting the house kind of moving along, that the absence of Miss Cla- of Miss Tate would uh would kind of jar that it would there would be a missing piece but she kind of feels that for now i think we might need to check out that swamp i think you're right maybe we should go back to town first though i'm I'm sure you need to change something more appropriate to run around swamp in well, y- yes, and see if, you know, my husband ever came home. And I should check and see if Bob ever came back to the place we're staying. Right. Then I'll check out the swamp. 
uh, you all go back to town, and I'll, uh, I'll come meet you. Do you have radio? We're, we're all going to check out the swamp. Yeah, but he's proposing he go alone first. Yeah, how about not? Why don't you come into town with us first? You'll, we'll, we'll need some stuff I from think she has while we're in the swamp. Why don't you go to the hardware store? All right. Well, while, while we check out our... Check out our boys. Yeah. So, uh... You know, make he's sure... going to walk over to the radio, and he's going to uh, bring the the boys along. And says, uh, and he's going to tune the radio to a specific frequency. Okay. And he's going to put on some uh, some jazz music, or okay. some swing music. Yeah. Uh, they they have been through a lot of trauma, so I mean, it's not. Hey, everything's better, but they perk up a little bit. Like, music helps them process through all of this, whatever all of this might be. You hear that, boys? That's Glenn Miller. And you know, the government made him disappear. And now, <laughs> but, they're but, terrified. <laughs> but he made a lot of good music. You, you you can see they're they're now like they're actually kind of scared. They're like oh, no, looking no, no. out the window. When I say they made him disappear, it was the uh. Is is the government coming, Daddy? The is is the government the ones who did this, Daddy? No, no. Unless you know it's part of something, we're not classified uh, I was, here. I was joking about the government making him disappear. It was Daddy, of, of which Daddy, I will protect you from. The government is not coming to get you. I promise. We're trying to calm them down. <laughs> that, that's a that's a fourteen with a difficulty increased by one because not very good at pleasant social interactions. <laughs> that's but that's true. still that's a fourteen. Still above a Twelve. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's the, it, it takes a bit of doing, but you know, twenty thirty minutes later, you you have talked them away from the government being the bad guy, and uh, you're you're on to the aliens capturing Bigfoot. Um, and now, now they're, yeah, they're not telling their dad that. about the aliens and Bigfoot. Oh, um, my, their dad is a, is a frequent uh, listener. Yes, so he, he has the information to give them the truth. Um, you are correct with a capital T. Um, so, um, it is now probably about nine, ten o'clock in the morning. We'll say ten. Um, back into town. Back into town? Yep. Okay. Again, takes you about 15, 20 minutes to, to drive in. And as you all drive into town, um, the entire way, uh, as you leave Farmer Tate's farm, um, the landscape is his bastion of safety and color is kind of spreading. You can tell that there is a strong family unit there, um, and it is making an impact on the world around it. Um, but quickly, um, after leaving Farmer Tate's farm, it is back to the monochrome that you saw. Um, it is, as you're driving in, you start to notice there are splashes of color um, around one or two of the rural farms um, that y'all are passing by. Um, 
but you're going along pretty quick, probably 30, 40 miles an hour. And uh, it, it kind of passes you by. But when everything is the same tone, the color really jumps out at you. As you pull up into town, though, um, there was roughly, you know, 50, 60 people um, in the center square yesterday during the um, <coughs> during the mayor's speech. Um, and you probably see just a normal, bustling, small town at this point. You probably see about 20 or 30 people. Um, of those, though, you see there's probably, um, now that the, everything's calmed down, um, and they're not all packed together, and um, they're just kind of moving about the square... Of those 20 people, um, eight or nine of them are full color again. Um, and so what you notice, though, is the people that are in color, they look at you, and they, they're looking kind of confused, um, and they're kind of grouping together and talking, just like y'all did yesterday whenever you started seeing people in color. Mm-hmm. Um and they see y'all drive into town, and you recognize the fact that they see you in color too. Um, because only those people that you see in color turn and look at you in a, a specific kind of way. It's not just like, oh, somebody's driving through, or oh, this is, this is a stranger entering our town. No, it's, oh, something fucked up is happening. But it's happening to these people, too. Right? Um, so the Technicolor people recognize the other Technicolor people. Uh, I'll, uh, Bronson will go up to them and say, uh, Have any of you seen the mayor or the sheriff? Um, the one you approach is actually uh, Greg Driscoll, one mm-hmm. of the... When I spoke to yesterday, you spoke with yesterday that was um, not so keen on the mayor. Um, Anyway, uh, he says, No, I I haven't seen the mayor. I've seen the sheriff around today. He was looking for his wife this morning. Was he in, you know, and I gesture to him and me. Yeah, I asked him what was going on, but he said he didn't know. Right. Well, uh, he's real concerned about his wife. You know where he might be right now. Um, uh, he might be back at his home. He said he was going to wait for her to come there. All right. Well, I'll go. Uh, I'll go fetch his wife for him. Thank you very much. You're, uh, you're welcome. Have you Have you seen anything unusual besides people in black and white? Just. I don't know if you feel it, but. Negativity. Uh, hate. Hatred. Rage. Oh. Jealousy. We need to do our everything we can to quell those goblin emotions. And I, I just I don't I honestly do not get it. This is this is the best this town has ever been. Except all all of that. I've, I've been telling my dad about it. He understands. I just I don't know. Let's get some. Uh, do you have a Do you have a baseball? 
some bats. Yeah. And some gloves. Yeah. Let's, uh, is there a place, a field here in town where we might be able to just get some people playing bas- uh, baseball? Good old wholesome American pastime? Yeah, then up at the school. Well, I say, uh, let's start, start, uh, start up a game. I think that might, that kind of, uh, bringing people together might be just what we need to snap this town out of its rut. I'll see what I can do. I'll see if Dad can, can talk to some of his friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we can figure out something. I'll, I'll work on it. See, what are you doing? Well, we're gonna go and talk to the, uh, Sheriff, and then we're going to talk to the mayor. Okay, well, good luck finding the mayor and the sheriff. So, uh, Bronson gives him a nod and is going to go uh, fetch Mrs. Cleaver and say, uh, Mrs. Cleaver, your husband appears to be back to normal, but he's looking for you. Probably at your house. Well, yes, it's very odd that I stay out all night. I'm sure he is uh, wondering where I'm at. Oh, tell him it was very odd that all the color left his skin. And his clothes. I, I don't think I will go that route. But let's head to my house. Okay. As y'all are in the square, though, you hear, Sonny! Sonny! Bob? Yeah, over here, Sonny. Yeah, like, hanging halfway out, out the door window, like, Hey! I'm gonna go pick up Bob. Um, you see Bob, he comes running up. He's like, I was so worried about you. Where'd you go? Uh, we Bob, were ch- Bob is technicolor. Uh, okay, Bob good. Is fully technical. We were chasing the sheriff and bear who apparently abducted you. No, no, I was following them. They, they seemed like rabble rousers and I couldn't find you. So I figured if there was trouble around here, they'd help point me in the right direction. Well, get in the get in the truck and uh, tell us what you found. All right. While we deliver Miss Cleaver home to see what she can find out from her husband. So as y'all are driving over to Miss Cleaver's house, Bob tells y'all that uh, basically they had uh, the sheriff had gone with the mayor yesterday, and because Bob had at least met the sheriff and wasn't a big fan of him. Um, with both the sheriff and the mayor being so chummy, um, he felt that that if there was anything suspicious going on with the Russians, it would be tied to them as authority figures. And so he stuck with them throughout the day, and they uh, they went out west of town. Um, and yes, I said wait, west wait, on Wait, I was going to say, wait a minute. You said, you said west? You said east. They went out west of town. Um, Motherfucker. What, what, did you happen to notice, like, what you passed, or, you know? He gives you perfect description of what, the houses that he passes on the west of town, and it matches up exactly with what you're seeing. And, uh, he said, no, the mayor... The sheriff and I, we went out west. We went to where the various reports were that they had. We didn't turn up anything. Um, We came home, and whenever I I woke up this morning, everything was black and white. Uh, Went to the sheriff, 
He's looking for his wife because she's missing. Well, not now, clearly. <laughs> but she was missing, and my partner was missing. So between me, the sheriff, and the mayor, we've been held, holed up, waiting to see if anyone turned up or if we needed to start a full-on manhunt. I've already called a uh, home office to let them know that there was an officer missing. <coughs> okay, so um, did you get any of my messages yesterday? Messages? Um, yeah, over the radio? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I got the message clicks that you were heading to the diner, and uh, after we left and came back, that was the first place I checked, but you didn't, weren't there. Didn't get any other ones after that? No, no, I didn't. Yeah, because I, I flat out called you and got nothing. Well, you know me, I would have called you back. I just, yeah, that's why I got worried. <laughs> I didn't get it. And looking for you. And we were pointed towards the east. Why'd you go out east? Because that's the way we were pointed. Huh. Who pointed you that way? Was it Mr. Wright? It was Mr. Wright. It was Mr. Wright. That's weird. Because he seemed very hopeful and jovial and... Was he... Not going to fuck us over. Don't, don't get me wrong. Check the color. Okay. Did he say if they were colored or not? No, they were not. They were in uh, black and white last we saw them. Didn't get to look at you. Well, Mrs. Cleaver got to look at you. Mrs. Cleaver, was he in black and white when you saw him last? Yes. This is just getting weirder and weirder. What the hell is going on? This <laughs> wait, wait what do you all have in the water here? Wait till we tell you what we That's found. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, but I've lived here for a number of years, and you see, I'm fine. So it can't be the water. Do you even drink the water? <laughs> I mean, I cook with it. That counts. Uh. Yeah, Bob, you are not going to believe this other thing we found on this farm in the what? early hours this morning. Do you want a martini or snacks or something? I think I need to wrap my head around what the hell is going on here before I start Imbibing? mixing up, uh, as she said, imbiberies. Oh, okay. So um, we went out to the Farmer Tate's place uh-huh. to ask him a few questions. He... Continued to point us east. He was in black and white. Got really dodgy. And then we came back later, after we got a little lost. Um, and we found his monochrome dead body. Except, you know, it was pliable still. And then, yeah, yeah, I, I know that look. Um, even we're, 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 we're not, I'm not done yet. Uh, Mr. Douglas here found his boys. And then Mr. Tate showed up in full color and very much alive. And we very much had a monochrome body that we buried. The people that are in black and white are consumed with negative emotions, goblin emotions. Whereas those of us in technicolor, we're... Sometimes I think he's the goblin. <laughs> he, he seems to talk about goblins a lot. And Bigfoot and... I'm, I'm asking the questions that no one wants to ask. Indeed. Just, just roll with it, okay? Uh, speaking of rolling with it... Uh, you um, know what happened in Roswell, right? I am... No. 
There was nothing that. Oh, that happened was in that, that was that cute little town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That cute little town that that. He starts making another napkin map. <laughs> <laughs> so as y'all uh, roll up to the sheriff's house, um, he comes running out. Um, it's like he was watching for anything. Um, and he is fully technicolor. And he is like, Betty! Betty, is that you? Yes, dear. What's the matter? And he just grabs you up and he pulls you out of the truck and he's just hugging you. like he. It's like he hasn't seen you in years and years and years. He just... He just cannot let you go. He is just showing much more affection than you've had in yeah, the last... I was, was going to say, Nick, 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 we're in public. And, uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry, dear. I was just so worried about you. Um, well, she was just as worried about you, sir. Are y'all hungry? Come on, I've made some food. We we can eat breakfast. Uh, we. Ooh, wait a minute. You made food? I was worried. Do you even know where the pots and pans are? Yeah, in the thing that you pull. (laughs) (laughs) That sunny bar looking at him like, are you sure about that? Because we pissed you off yesterday. Has has my husband ever, ever made any? Yeah, I think so. So I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at Agent Sunny over there, and I'm gonna give her a really scared look. You okay there, Miss Cleaver? Us girls, we need to go freshen up. So so we're gonna go upstairs and freshen up. Real Absolutely. Quick. And what was your name, sir? Brunson Douglas, uh, deliverer of truth. Excellent to meet you. Come inside, we'll have a drink, and we'll get a bite while the ladies get freshened up. Don't eat without us. Mind your manners. Wait till we get back. That especially goes for you, Bronson. And I'm going to stare directly at you. <laughs> These old hens, they try to keep <laughs> us all in line. I'm going to lean to Bob and like, can you try to find out whether he remembers us just from yesterday? <laughs> Because uh, if he doesn't, this is getting weirder. And I'm, I'm going to start pulling you upstairs. Okay. Bob, come on in. You know it's fine. Let's go. And Bob has no problem. Like Bob, Bob's comfortable. He, oh, yeah. It's clear he's, that they, they spent time. With he's him. Bob. Yeah. So, um, so uh, what's the problem? That is not my husband. Oh. Okay. He has never laid foot in the kitchen except for maybe to ask you know, to make a sandwich yeah i was gonna say he does not know where anything is in that kitchen okay um is he is this is this not uh, to mention i don't know Nick? that my husband would have ever picked me up and kissed on me and hugged on me like that not even when y'all were younger uh, and courting i mean uh, no no no. Okay. While they're talking, Bob and uh, Bronson come in, and Sheriff Nick <coughs> clearly very proud of what he has made. 
It is also a horrible mess. Like it is. <laughs> he tried to make a cake and it is sunk and dark, dark brown. And he like used burnt to hell. He probably used salt instead of flour. Like he is, he is very excited, and he's like, "Huh?" Did he use every single utensil in the yes, kitchen? Yes, absolutely. Oh, and they're right. all on the floor, not in the sink. Like, have you uh, tried this yet? Oh yes, it is fantastic. A little goes well with coffee. Uh, helps you chew it, but I just, I was just so worried. I was waiting for her. Well, was she was worried about you too. Something had happened. Well, you see, we um, do you remember going out with the mayor after his speech? Yes, Bob you, was there with me. Do you remember feeling these intense feelings of anger, like like a goblin? Inside, if you try to twist its way out. What is with you and goblins? What is a goblin? It's a mean, nasty little creature that, full of hate and rage and... Oh, it's a Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) We are in Texas. Yes, I'm glad you understand that. No no offense to our Democratic readers. (laughs) This is 1950s Texas. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Like a... More like a communist. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's even worse than a Democrat. <laughs> so, so. Did I feel a little communist inside me? <laughs> the mayor, does he usually give those types of angry, vile speeches? Well, I, I've been to a good many of his speeches, and uh, uh, he he's a little old-fashioned, you understand. And, there's old fashioned, and then there's a, uh, there's, there's that. Just plain wrong headed. Yeah. See, that's that's whenever I, uh, I went up there and I was working with him, because uh, he was really getting them riled up, and that's whenever Bob and I thought maybe we should take him with us, get him away from that crowd because that was. That was a lot hotter than we've ever seen him get. Um, but, you know, after we got him away from the crowd, everything was fine. Like, he, he, he calmed right down. Right. So, maybe. Was there anything in at the stage that seemed unusual? No. It was just normal stage. Did, and have either of you been to the swamp where... Uh, Farmer Tate's uh, lights come down. The lights didn't come down in the swamp. No, they didn't. They 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 went out in the forest. That's where forest, we, right. Bob and I were going. That's the lead Bob had. And did, were you able to find anything there? No, them dim Russian, Russians are are wily bastards. Right. Maybe we should go back out there together, take another look after you know we have some of this delicious. What is it? Some sort of paella. Do, do you ladies come back down, or are y'all still separate? Okay, so not your husband. This is getting... We're at a case of body snatch or something here. Huh. Because <laughs> this is getting weird. That is a little I, weird. I would body not... Body snatcher. I would very much like not to call backup. I you know if, what I mean? But what if this guy would be better than my husband? <laughs> <Damn>! <laughs> Honey, that's going to be up to you. 
if you like this one better, you can keep him and we can hunt down the, the monochrome one. But <laughs> this could be interesting. Let's try some stuff. Okay. I'm going to head but, back um, downstairs. You let me know when you start shooting, okay? Okay. I'm going to head back downstairs. And as I'm okay. going downstairs, hey, honey, honey. Yes, Betty? Hello, dear. And I'm going to walk up and give him a big old kiss. With tongue. <laughs> oh, my. Betty, we have visitors. Oh, don't mind me. <laughs> Slips away. <laughs> I would take one look in that kitchen and be like, oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I made you some... I made you some food. I was worried about you while we waited. You see the absolute disaster that his attempt was. Is this more like your husband in here? Yeah, this this is, in, at least, this is what you would imagine if he tried to cook. This, this is, is exactly in okay. keeping with how inept and uh, useless he is. So I, I, prob- I, correct me if I'm wrong, but is the feeling more like he realized maybe like he was asking her to do a lot and didn't realize until she was gone how much... Do you have a discern motive or... Yeah, seeing through deception. Yeah, there you go. Do it, do Uh, it. Make a nine or better. One. (laughs) You are absolutely convinced that, yes, he he is mending his ways and uh, you are certain that, you know, he's really just trying to be a good guy. That's so encouraging. Uh, Out of character. (laughs) It might even be the truth. You don't know. Yeah. With a one uh, perception roll. I mean, I'm still following her lead on whether she Uh, wants to keep this one. This is a better model. Can I keep it? (laughs) For all we know, that's actually her husband. Exactly. Maybe the other one was not your husband all those years. Could be two. That's what I was asking. See any anywhere, anyway, like this when you guys were younger. When we first started dating, was he like this? Oh yeah, he was a horny teen. <laughs> <laughs> he was this and more. <laughs> he he tried to get you, and then once he got you, he was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Uh, I don't try anymore. Yeah. I bought the cow so I don't have to milk it anymore. Um, Not calling you a cow. <laughs> In case you took it that way. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> not until but you, now I do. <laughs> not until you said something. So, uh. So, dear? Yes. But yes. why don't you tell me what all you made? I made banana bread. That's what the recipe said, but I couldn't find bananas. So, so... Bread. You made bread? I, I used cucumbers. Cucumber bread. Still not completely weird. Okay. Why did you choose banana bread if we had no bananas? Well, that was the top recipe that you had in the recipe book. And you look down and you see the little wooden uh, recipe holder that you have. It is fallen on the floor. All your recipes are like in a giant mess. I think uh, Mrs. Cleaver is going to turn black and white here in a second. (laughs) But you clearly see banana bread and the little 
nearly Rolodex card. Uh, it, well, the little index card. It's creased, which... And it has some dough on it. Splattered. How to do damage without doing damage. <laughs> Psychic damage. Dear. Let me make you a martini, and why don't you go sit down and entertain our guests? I like that idea, and it's wonderful, just like you always have been. But there's something going on, and we need to figure it out. I don't think sitting around drinking martinis is the best use of our time right this now. This is not my husband. <laughs> But do you want to keep him? No. You don't? No. Okay. Do you need a moment to Do you see this kitchen? Do you see my recipe cards? I was going to say. I think this was just a move of desperation. I was going to say, he can go entertain. He can them to entertain your guests. I'll help you, Queen. You calm down. And then we go pick out that rage on whatever the hell is going on. I want him out of the house. I want a divorce. Oh, man. <laughs> this is not him. Okay. If all he had to do was sit around and drink martinis and, and talk to people, he'd have been all for that. Going after people, finding out stuff, you know, research, any of the above, detective skill, that is not my husband. And you don't want it to be your husband? Eh. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe, but... Almost got me with the, the affection, but... No. Would you, would you like me to get um, Mr. Douglas and Bob to interrogate him? So where's the mayor, dear? He's back at his house. He's waiting on us to... Me, actually, and Bob. Uh, to call him and, and get in touch with him. Why would he be waiting on you? Because Bob said he was going to call the home FBI office, and I'm the representative of the local law enforcement. And he's the mayor. Uh-huh. Something weird's going on. The mayor does not like you. And he didn't. Oh, but... so you won him over in a day? No, whenever he stopped being... Black and white. Mm-hmm. We started getting along just fine. But you didn't get along before, and you were not black and white. Yeah, but I realized whenever I saw he was black and white, there was nothing but hate coming from him. I'm going to use my deception. Okay. And I'm going to come up with this elaborate story okay. of my husband and the mayor of, you know, some big, huge fight that they had. Are you yeah. going to gaslight him? I am. You're going to try. <laughs> and, and see if he, like, okay. can finish the story or remembers or... Make an intelligence check or an intellect check. Um, use any applicable skills. Your target, starting target is 12. Okay, well, I'm trained in deception. Okay, so that takes it down to 9. Um, 
and I do have something called understanding. Okay. And when I observe or study a creature or an object, my next interaction with him, I gain an asset. Okay. And since I've been talking to him... Yeah, and... of course. That's that's reasonable. Um, so that means you need six or better. Six. <laughs> six. So you tell this outstanding whopper of how the mayor um, was trying to run around the run around with you, like how he came on to you, and that's what started this feud. And even though you tell this lie fantastically, Nick is like, no, dear, no. Um, the mayor and I have not gotten along until yesterday because I was supposed to win the prize heifer award Whenever we were in high school, and he killed my cow that day, and ever since then, he and I haven't gotten along. It was after yesterday that I was able to see what a petty little man he was, and I was able to understand that that hate didn't serve me in any way. Once I got past that, I realized I could help him far more than hating him ever would. Do I know the story about the heifer? Yes, yes, you absolutely. He's told, he gets drunk all the time and says, I would have won that fucking prize. I wouldn't have been in this town anymore. Hmm. So... To the best of your knowledge, you can make a sense motive, or you can try and detect and see if he's lying to you. Um, as it stands, just naturally, you think he's telling the truth to you. This might be my husband. I'm gonna go and pull Mr. Douglas over here aside for a second. <laughs> like, hey, Bronson. What do you know, with all that sci-fi jibber-jabber you got going on in your head, what do you know about pod people or, you know, body snatchers, you know, that stuff? What do you want? Re- replacements? 18. Um, you've read a story uh, called uh, They Came From Beyond. That's what, I think that's uh, The original open, one? Uh, it Came From Beyond. Uh, that's about aliens coming from outer space and maybe swapping bodies. It doesn't seem to match up with what's going on here. But, I mean, you you do know that there are alien stories out there. This doesn't sound much like aliens, aside from that body of of Mr. Tate that we found. It seems like we've got ourselves just a simple case of Needing a exercise, ease, ease. Exercise. Exercise. You cut out. Okay. Okay. Uh, but you're going on about exercising demons. No, no, no. I can't exercise a gremlin or a goblin. Okay. Well, you gotta you, cut them out. You're, you're really hard on the goblin thing, aren't you? <laughs> goblin these. <laughs> and I think. Uh, Thing. What we need to do is we need to figure out some way to, to get these people all on the same team again. 
Yeah. Team Smash the Commies. I'll rein that in just a little bit, will you? Um. Team Beat the Commies at Baseball. Um, what? <laughs> I was not here for the playing of baseball. I've got a game to go watch. Well, you're gonna ditch us to go watch baseball. No, no, no. It's okay, cause uh, we need to go get the mayor and let him know what's going on. We need to get the FBI involved. Hello. More involved, because I think this is bigger than all of us put together. I'm so confused right now. M- me too. <laughs> Maybe I can think better with the kitchen picked up. Yeah. And the rest <laughs> yeah, of the I, box. I, 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 I do mean, think we that, need some order. I do think that might help you a lot, because that seems to be your quiet place, and it's in shambles. It takes you about an hour if you want to clean it. <laughs> yes, but... I do. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to. Bob inter- is happily sipping martinis. <laughs> Do you want help, or should I interrogate the boys about what their plan is? You can interrogate. I'll be just fine. You sure? Yep. Because I can actually clean. Or you want me to play sunshine? And Nick's like, no, no, I'll help. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she's. I think she thinks you helped enough, Nick. So, um, okay. So, do we have a plan? Um, yes. The mayor is shut up in his panic room for some reason. Because he's panicking? Yeah. We've got people popping up in color or black and white. Just, I don't know what's going on. And so we're going to go get the mayor. Okay. We're going to have him... Call the bureau and have you, I guess, now that you're back, but we were going to have Bob call in reinforcements, and we're going to get the government involved in this. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, I guess you forgive me about the coffee thing? Yeah, I I was having a hard day yesterday. So I apologize. I, I appreciate it, and I accept your apology. Do it again, and um, it may not be coffee next time. We we are on the same team. I am. I am, I don't know what came over. Also, buy your wife some flowers. Okay. And make her not doubt this is you again. Okay. All and right. also, either learn to cook, or don't go in that kitchen. I just wanted to help. <laughs> Maybe ha- start helping her when she is cooking. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So someday you can cook for her. And you won't do that in her kitchen again. So you get the sense that he is being genuine. Yeah. Um, And, you know, it is a much happier household today (laughs) than it has been in the last 15, 20 years. (laughs) So after an hour passes by, are you all sticking to the plan that they laid out. Such they as there is. Something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a... It is a well-thought-out Nick plan. Um, but do y'all want to stick with it? Y'all want to do your own thing? I mean, I'm, I'm checking to see if they're playing baseball and if it's helping bring more color to the town. Um, you... If you go... Whenever you go into town... Yeah. Basically, are y'all going back to town? I think stick with the plan. But. Okay. 
well, I mean, we got to check with the mayor at the very least and see what the fuck is going on with him. So driving back into town, this is the main reason why I ask. Y'all can all give me a perception check. And pray we don't suck at him. You need three or better. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Eleven. Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a two. Spend she some, spend some uh, effort, uh, I guess. Uh, well, I, it, I mean, yeah, that would give me one. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. That's, that's okay. <laughs> to give me a three. You need to see something this entire yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw something once. Yeah, once. True, true, and then true. I decided to puke up my guts. <laughs> the, the one thing that'll mind fuck you. You saw it. Um, no, um, as y'all come in, it was still fairly black and white, the entire town, whenever y'all were leaving. Now it's nearly solid color. There's at most four people that are black and white. (coughs) You see a large crowd gathered over by the baseball fields. As y'all come into town, you'll see just a wave of color coming. It seems to be originating from the baseball field. <coughs> Pardon me, something went down the throat the wrong way. I knew it. The only thing that can beat communism is good old-fashioned American baseball. You, uh, you happen to play, Agent? Yeah, I could play, but mayor first. Yeah. Well, as y'all as y'all roll into town, the mayor does come out. And he says, seize them. And he points over towards y'all's direction, but he's not pointing at y'all. Who is he pointing at? Funnily enough, the the four people that are black and white. Um, And so you have random people run over there and grab them. And he brings them over. And he says... What's going on? Why why are only these people black and white? Why is everybody else in color? And he's just kind of yelling this out. Like, he's grandstanding. He's The whole town was black and white yesterday after they listened to your hate-filled speech. So I, I told them to start playing baseball, and they listened, and they started turning back into color. So, why were you black and white yesterday? I don't know. I, I, I just... Mayor, I think you need to play some baseball. And maybe these people do too. Well, as y'all are sitting there and talking, um, everyone's gathered around the four. You see color start seeping into them, starting with the cheeks and spreading down their necks and down their faces. And with so many people around them, (coughs) what has been a longer process with the others, these people quickly become full color. Um, And so, once that process is complete, um, all of y'all get a little ping, like a mental twitch. And about that time, um, you'll see a light coming back across. Except it's midday this time. It's not in the, in the night. 
and right there in the middle of the baseball field is flying saucer comes down. I knew it. Lands. <laughs> and from the flying saucer, a ramp slowly descends right into the center of the field. And from it comes humans, fully colored, walking down. My and then God. there are four people that are black and white, followed by more who are colored. And they come out, and they spread. The, the people, the technicolor people that you see there, force the four black and white people down on their knees. And they have bags over their heads. And the Technicolor people say, come. Come. And y'all feel compelled. Cannot resist. Y'all walk over to the people. And they say, look at And they start to pull off the head. The, <laughs> the head. Just got real dark. Got the dark pull, pull off the uh, the mask covering the heads, and in front of you are the originals of each of you. And they said, "Now you must replace them." And you feel compelled to kill them. And now you have taken the place, y'all. Were the body snatchers. Y'all were the three who spread the infection to this small town. Y'all have enslaved this town. You have freed them. So this story was invasion of the body snatchers from the body snatchers' point of view. Y'all couldn't understand the hate and the rage that the humans felt. It's a hive mind. Y'all were helping them. Y'all were freeing them. You were making the world a better place, but they didn't understand this. They didn't understand why you were trying to do this. <laughs> Mike. And that's my TED Talk. Thank you very much. <laughs> Mike. What the fuck, man? Don't be Jeff, Mike. So, um, this has been the... Uh, Emergency broadcast of the AAP podcast. Hey, we didn't have to do any combat. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I gave y'all all combat items just because I know our party and yeah, expected somebody to fuck something <laughs> up. I was shocked, but I also tried to balance y'all out so everybody had some type of persuasion or speech or intelligence um, skills so that nobody would be um, left in the dust as... So thoughts? How'd y'all how'd y'all like the story? <laughs> Mike, that was a good mind fuck. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I, I I was thinking that oh, like we have to like make them let go of their you know bad emotions uh-huh. and their negativity. You're right. That's exactly what you had. That's to do. That's what we had to do, but for a different reason than I thought. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the way I I wrote it is y'all could poison them, such as with the martinis which would speed up the infection. 
Um, but y'all also gave off an aura. So the the longer you spent one on one with somebody, that's when the color started turning up. You know, it was like it was like an airborne infection. Like you infected them, so it would take long. Over time, they would turn color. The more of y'all that were around them, the stronger the infection. So they turn color faster. And just so happened that we were treating them nicely, and that's what we thought was correct. Mm. And so Farmer Tate, his wife, is the only one who survived. She recognized the fake Tate. She told the real Tate. The fake Tate killed the real Tate by absorbing his memories and essence. And the thing is... Whenever it went from normal color to black and white is whenever the memories transferred from y'all's host bodies. Y'all just hadn't killed the host body yet. So y'all had the memories up to that moment. But as soon as it became black and white, that's when y'all were infected. So I basically killed a name-censored clone and replaced him with a less problematic one. Yes. And now y'all are going to continue to try and spread your infection across the nation. But I really wanted to do kind of a, a, a horror mystery type game where um, y'all got to be the villains without. without being the villains. You know, everybody was <clears throat> all about spreading the joy, spreading the happiness, fixing these people's rage, which played perfectly into the theme of all of this so i was trying so hard not to bust out laughing every time you're like they're so hateful they're so rage we have to fix this i'm like yes yes you do i mean we weren't like we need to fix this We're like is this normal yeah yeah but you got a much better husband out of it still can't cook worth a damn but as long as he but, stays out of my kitchen but maybe he'll help you cook and learn the humans. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Guys gotta eat. Well, thank you everybody for joining us on this little diversion. I had a blast. I hope y'all enjoyed uh, this little story of mine. Um, I think Gary is done being resurrected from the dead by the time this airs. And if not, we'll just kill him again and start all over. Catch us next time on Gary. the Average Adventuring Podcast. Gary. Om nam shabai, om nam shabai, om nam shabai, om nam shabai. Gary. <laughs>